We live in a world where something is always brewing. Knowing that we are not alone in our struggles oftentimes gives us the strength to keep pushing forward. So pour that cup of coffee because you, my friend, are not alone. Welcome to Coffee with Corey. Welcome. This is episode 10 of Coffee with Corey. And if you don't have coffee, you need to go get some. I am so excited to close out this season with you. Today is the season finale, episode 10 of Coffee with Corey. And I'm looking forward to season two this coming winter. But definitely subscribe on my website to the mailing list and be in the loop on all things Coffee with Corey and when you can expect more from this platform. And I'm so excited to start this episode with you. I have a lot of content and I actually might break down this episode into two parts. Um, So let's see where this takes us. However, I'm going to swig a big old swig because, you know, after all, this is coffee with Corey. What would Corey be without her coffee? You know, so there's that. (laughs) Anyway, today's episode is on boundaries. And I actually have done a seminar teaching on this topic where I've done five segments all about boundaries. But I'm going to give you more of the surface information on all things setting boundaries, personal boundaries, relationship boundaries, and more or less give you some things to kind of start rolling over and think about. I'll give you some resources that you can kind of um, also look up independently. But today's topic is going to be about boundaries. All right, so here's a little questionnaire and something that you could just pause and reflect on. Um, And I'm going to ask you kind of some questions because maybe you're sitting here today and you're like, boundaries, hmm, I don't think I have boundary issues. Or, you know, boundaries, what does that really apply to? And so I want you to think and reflect and pause and evaluate as I ask you these questions. So do you ever find yourself overcommitted? Do you find yourself worn out often? Do you feel exhausted? Do you do things to seek approval or win favor through acts of service? Do you operate from a state of peace or stress? Have you in the past or currently get stuck into doing things that you regret you have committed to later? Have you in the past or currently violate your own inner voice to cater to others? So if you have answered to any, a few, or all of the previous questions, then my friend, I would say you might want to give a good ear and hear about boundaries. I love this book. It's called Boundaries, actually, by Dr. H. Townsend, and he co-wrote it with his partner. And this book is just so good, and it really helped me when I was diving into this topic. Also, Havila Cunnington has a really great book called I Do Boundaries, and that is a really good, simple way to get started on talking about boundaries and kind of assessing boundaries and implementing boundaries. So definitely check out those resources. But Dr. H. Townsend's says, any confusion of responsibilities and ownership in our lives is a problem of boundaries. And when our lives are falling apart, or we see other lives falling apart, it can be directly related to lack of boundaries and setting parameters and expectations in relationships or commitments or what have you. 
And so those are the things that could really cause people to burn out because you've overcommitted or things like that. But you know, what is a boundary? So boundaries indicate limits or a line. They set parameters. It creates a threshold or an absolute. It creates an earmarker. Boundaries define or clarify ownership. They provide self-preservation, keeping the good in and the bad out. They can often be visualized as property lines, right? Like I know what my property lines are. And so that means I only need to mow my grass. I don't need to mow the neighbor's lawn. I just stick to my property lines and what's on my property that I need to own, caretake, and be responsible for. Boundaries also help to define where I end and where you begin, They define roles, relationship, and responsibility, and who should be retaking responsibility in a situation. The first boundary that I really want to talk about today is a boundary with yourself. Because if you don't have self-boundaries, all other relationships that you have in your life are going to be affected whether or not you have set personal boundaries for yourself and then in turn for others. I've seen so many times that people just do not set boundaries, whether that's with work, whether that's in ministry, whether that's in relationship. And so many times people feel used or abused or always feeling like they're doing the extra and the other people are not. And I would have to say to that person, and I had to say it to myself at one point, if you act like a doormat, do not be surprised when people walk on you. And so that is why we need to set clear boundaries in our lives. And we need to first start with taking a good hard look at ourselves. I've seen our people people that are looking for approval. So that might look like overdoing and overpleasing and overcommitting and overreaching, violating your own inner gut, and then in turn getting angry with yourself that something happens because you and yourself knew like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done this and now I started this and now I've committed and now this is happening and I should know better. And like, so that creates that inner violation of self-will when you override your inner knower, so to speak, to do things for others when you know that it's going to cause you more stress or turmoil. And so boundaries can always be defined by accepting or understanding your role, the relationship, or your responsibility. So for instance, as a mom, my role is the mom. My relationship is I'm my children's parent, and my responsibility to my children is to nurture them into adulthood. Likewise, as a wife, my role as a wife, my relationship is I am the spouse of my husband, and my responsibility is to be faithful to him and to partner with him throughout our life. And so we can always define our role by understanding the relationship and the responsibility. If In my relationship as a spouse, there's certain boundaries that we have in our marriage that nobody else gets to cross those boundaries except my husband and vice versa. Same thing with my kids. Because of that parent-child relationship, there's certain things my kid can do that I would not tolerate from somebody else. Like, no, I am not going to be staying up with you all hours of the night. But like my kids, I will be cleaning up vomit and putting them to sleep and whatever that is 
entails because I'm their parent. However, I shouldn't be expected to perform those same things to strangers or other people, if that makes sense. And so we need to start evaluating because of our role and our relationship, what are our responsibilities? What are your responsibilities to your spouse? What are your responsibilities to your children? What are your responsibilities at work? What are your responsibilities to insert whatever's rolling around your brain? So what is your responsibility in the relationship or in your role? And so we have to really take that into evaluation and kind of sift through what is our actual responsibility. And so when it comes down to it, we need to evaluate what is in our yard. We need to evaluate what is on our property. What what are our things that we have full control over that we need to manage better? We can manage our emotions and our feelings. We can manage our words and our actions as we are really the gatekeepers of what we allow in and what we allow out. And Maybe you need just to put up a better fence or maybe put a fence up if you've not even had one at all and really stand guard on what you're allowing in or allowing out, you know, feelings and emotions. If you know being around this certain person or in this certain situation is going to cause you to feel emotionally anxious, then maybe you want to limit your time in that space so that you can get a better handle on those emotions and get to the root cause of why you're feeling that way. Words are actions. You have to use self-control in words and actions, and you need to own when you choose not to use healthy words or do healthy actions. And so many times are like people give other people the power over them and blame other people. Well, they said this, and then I responded with that. And it wasn't my fault because they pushed me to this and they got me. No, no, no. No, you are letting them do that to you. You have the ability to walk away. You have the ability to walk with poise in class and not stoop down to their nonsense. And so that's the challenge is not engaging in nonsense. And so we need to take ownership of our words and our actions and how we respond to situations. Some other things that we are responsible for or can own that is in our yard is resources, our resources of time, influence, finance, the areas that we have pull through the relationships that we have. And so we are responsible for those commodities. I really think that time is the most valuable commodity that we possess as humans. And when we choose not to set ourselves up for success with healthy habits or implementing good patterns of success, we're actually doing ourselves a disservice. And so we need to evaluate on how we could maximize on the resources we have available to us. And actually, did you know that boundaries are biblical? Actually, we can even see this example in the very beginning in Genesis where God gives Adam and Eve a boundary in the garden and he says to them, don't eat of the fruit of this tree. And so that's God setting a boundary. Also in Revelations, God says, I stand at the door and knock and whoever invites me in, I will come in and dine with them. And so what God means by that is he wants you to invite him in. He's not going to cross your boundary if you say no or not right now. And God respects 
you as a person to be the gatekeeper of what you allow in and allow out. And even though he is the best thing for you, he gives you the choice to open the door and accept him in. When I did this series um, as a seminar, I actually put this scripture verse on the slide for Re- in Revelation, and I read it wrong intentionally, and I read it as... Um, kind of as a joke. And so I'll read it to you the way I wrote it. And it says, behold, God shows up to your door unannounced, barges in and demands that you eat with him and prepare a meal for him and that you clean up your life immediately. And everybody kind of like looked at me like, are are we reading the same verse? And I was like, okay, see, even God himself has boundaries and he wants you to invite him in. He doesn't just barge into your life. And so if God who loves us doesn't do that to us, you know, we should not do that to others. Additionally, we should expect that same respect from everyone else. And if God respects us enough to respect our boundaries, we should demand respect from everybody else in our life to respect our boundaries. And if you don't respect your own boundaries and implement them, I'm going to tell you nobody else will. And like I said before, if you act like a doormat, do not be surprised when people walk on you. And so it just takes an extreme amount of self-awareness, I think, about kind of thinking about what you say yes to and what you say no to. And are you saying yes to things because you feel obligated, because you feel manipulated, because you feel like you have something to prove? Or are you saying yes from a place of peace and a place of overflow and a place where you can go and be a blessing and it's not taking you away from your core responsibilities? So many times I have seen, you know, especially kids say, my dad works all the time. And I've heard so many people, pastors, kids, say, I I don't respect church. I don't like the whole institution of it. And I would really say that those can all probably be attributed to their parents did not have good boundaries, and they poured themselves into something at the neglect of their own family. And so I think that we need to first start at home. And if we're not taking care of the core things in our life, like our own home, our own children, our own marriages, and start what's right in front of you. So many times we miss it. We think that there's this bigger picture and there's something out there that we need to go be a part of the bigger cause. But I'm telling you that your home is the best investment that you can make. When you start to implement boundaries and you start to and speak up and say, hey, you know what? I really can't do that right now in this season. The people that are for you will respect that. And the people that have been manipulating you for their own gain will really resent you. And the people that are not healthy will really turn on you. And this really will show who is in your corner and who is not. When you start telling people no, um, you'll really see a different side of people. And you have to be acceptant of the fact that not everyone's going to like you. 
or be happy with you all the time. And you have to make your peace with that. And I, like I'll say to my husband, like between you and God, and if you guys are okay with it, I am good with it. I don't need anybody else's approval. I don't need anybody else's pat on the back. I don't need anybody else's recognition. I don't need any title. If God and Chris are good with the choices I've made and I can rest easy on my pillow at that night, that's like it that that's that's the threshold that's my boundary and everybody else can like grandma zadi says go fry ice and that's what you have to be willing to be okay with to have peace within yourself you cannot sacrifice the peace within yourself to the expense of other people's approval or you will always always be exhausted because it's exhausting trying to keep people happy cuz i'm going to tell you you can't do it you can't do it. It it you'll never be a hundred percent with everybody all the time. Get over it. Get over it. Take be self-aware and own your stuff. And what are your non-negotiables? What are your things that you need to give your full self to? You know, that's that that might look differently for everybody. If you're in a place of singleness, you know, maybe the only the only thing you have to be um, loyal to in this season and, and not sacrifice is your own inner peace. But maybe if you have kids, you know, that would be on the list. If you have a, if you're married, that would be on the list. You know, the things that you're actually responsible for because you have a role in a relationship um, in that space and really need to define what what your responsibilities are in order to protect those things that mean most to you. You can't say that you value your marriage, you value your children, you value your work and or you value relationships if you never give any time to those things. If you're constantly being taken away from those things, from other things, those other things are the things you need to say no to. And so I say all the time, you need to say no to protect your yeses. And if you value being a present parent, if you value having a strong marriage, if you value things, then you need to align with those things. And you can't miss dinner five nights in a row and expect your wife to be happy with you. You can't ever spend quality time with your kid and then complain that you don't have a close close relationship with them. You have to extend the olive branch. You have to put in the work, Devin. <laughs> put in the work, Devin. I love that commercial. We always joke about that at our house. But like you have to put in the work. You can't just expect that things are going to happen by osmosis. And so maybe this is something that is a wake-up call for somebody. You know, I've had to implement all these things. Believe me, it was not easy. I was like a stage four people pleaser. You know, one of these people that like, I got to perform for everybody and I got to look at great while I'm doing it and I'm so great and I got it all together and and I was exhausted all the time and that did not give me one ounce of approval from myself because my internal self was like why am I doing this why am I doing this why does anybody even appreciate this like should I even be doing this and so I don't do things now if I don't feel that I need to anymore. And I'm totally comfortable with saying no. You have to be able to be willing to stretch yourself and open yourself up to evaluate personally and have that pocket of pause, figure out what your priorities are and aligning boundaries to protect those things. All right, so this is part one. We're gonna stop right now because I still have a lot more content on boundaries and we are gonna pick up on part two. See you next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. 
And as always, I am your host, Corey Powers. Please follow, share, and review this podcast to help others seeking encouragement. For more information, be sure to check out my website, coreypowers.com. And tune in next time for more Coffee with Corey.